I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. What's up, everyone? I'm Noah Daniels. Hey, y'all. I'm JJ. Hey, guys. It's Kat. And on this episode, we had a fan reach out to us who wanted to share her spooky story. She has one story in particular that is really spooky. Jasmine, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. And Jasmine, how did you hear about Real Haunting? I never really listened to podcasts before, so I was like, okay, so I believe in ghosts. So I was like, and I've somebody actually told me about your podcast, so I was like, okay, I've actually been listening to it for a while now. Oh, wow. So cool. Word of mouth. That's awesome. I'm really excited to jump into this. Well, you have, uh, I think, two different stories we're going to talk about. Why don't we start with your earlier encounters when you were, I think, 14 and 17? So that one was a little bit, my family thought I was just being crazy and I needed to go into a mental hospital. (laughs) Oh, man. So um, it was, like I said, I was between those ages and... I was at my great aunt's house. We were upstairs. It was my first, one of my first cousin's bachelorette party. We all know lots of times with those kind of parties, kids aren't really allowed. So I was going to say you were 14 at the bachelorette party. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> so uh, at the time, my parents did not really trust that we stayed home alone. So, ah, okay. so there was like, Luckily, there was another part of the house that we could have all went into when we could have stayed there for a certain amount of time and things like that. I was upstairs with my sister and a couple of my cousins, and we're sitting there. We're watching TV. Of course, we're in the dark, and we're sitting there. We're watching TV, and it was quiet, and I hear a noise. So I'm thinking it's like, the radiator coming up, the heat coming up, or 
I'm just thinking it's just like a regular normal noise. And then after a while, I felt something touch me. So I'm like, so I look over at my sister and I'm thinking she's just playing with me, trying to scare me. So I'm like, all right, leave me alone. Stop trying to spook me out. Stop trying to weird me out, all this other stuff. So she goes, oh, I'm not the one touching you. So then I look over at my cousin that's to the right side of me. I'm like, were you just touching my shoulder? She was like, no. So then I'm like, okay, there's something in here because if you're not touching me, my sister's not touching me, then what is touching me? Oh gosh. Oh goodness. So I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, I'm probably going crazy, but there's something in here. I don't want to believe it, but there's something in here. Then my other cousin, she looks at me and says, you know, there's no such thing as ghosts. You're crazy. That's only in movies. They only try to do things to scare you, all that other stuff. So I'm like, okay, you know what? You're right. Probably I am just going crazy a little bit. So then now we're still sitting there. We're watching a movie. Now something falls off the table. I don't know what it was. We don't know what it was. We just jump and we we scream. So then I'm like, okay, what was that? That was weird. Now I'm like, okay, we got to put the lights on because now everyone's like spooked out now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, let's turn on the lights. We're not watching TV in the dark anymore. So I'm like, okay, let's put on the lights. And then I see it was a glass bowl, which fell off the table and broke. So I'm like, okay, how did this even end up on the floor? Because the last time we saw it, it was in the middle of the table. Nobody got up to walk over to the table because it was dark. (laughs) We're sitting in a dark room. Watching a movie. We're watching a movie. Nobody got up to go to the bathroom or anything. I'm just like okay i'm i'm telling so i was like okay was anybody sitting over here were we all sitting on the couch or was someone sitting over here they were like oh no we were all on the couch oh there's other stuff now i'm really trying to investigate i'm trying to figure out what else in the house could possibly seem off or whatever so now i go like towards the back of the house by the bedroom and by the bathroom and the bathroom is all destroyed the bedroom is like the clothes from the closet is like all over the place. Oh my God. So then I'm like, okay, was anybody in the bathroom or the bedroom? Because now there's clothes all over the place. The bathroom is in complete, completely destroyed. You're like, no. So I'm like, okay, now do you guys believe me that there's possibly something in here? So then now we're trying to figure this out. Now they were like convinced because now we're in the bedroom. Because the bathroom was in the bedroom. It was like a master bedroom. Right. All of a sudden, as we're approaching the door to leave the bedroom, the door just shuts closed. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay, now are you guys convinced that there's something in it? They were like, yeah. So we couldn't, for like a good, like five, 10 minutes, we were trying to figure out how to get out the room because the door, it was like the door was locked from the outside. What? Is there any way there was like another person there? That's what we were trying to figure out because it was like we were everybody that I was with, we were all in the room. So we were like, what happened? So now we're struggling trying to get out the room now. So we finally get out. There was nobody else out where by where we were. Definitely scare me. And Jasmine, I meant to ask you before we get too far into it, where you yeah. fall on the believo meter, zero meaning ghosts are not real and 10 ghosts are absolutely real. Where do you fall on that scale? <laughs> Past the 10. <laughs> after yeah. that, That's what I figured. Wow. It's past 10 after that. I assume all of you are probably 
freaked out. And then yeah. the adults are having like a bachelorette party in a different part yes, of the house. They have no idea this was what was going on. Cause now we're like running around the house. Now, now we're like making a whole bunch of noise and they're trying to figure out why we're screaming all of this oh, other geez. stuff. So I'm like, there's something up there. I'm like, we've encountered something up there. I don't know what it is, but there's something up there. We were fighting to get out the bedroom. The bedroom was locked from the outside. Mm. Like we were really trying to fight. Like it took us like we had found like old credit cards somewhere for us to even unlock the door from oh the gosh. inside. Oh wow. To, for and us to even get out. Like were the adults kind of like freaked out when you told them what happened or no, were they kind they of annoyed not, that you to like to this day to yeah. this day it's like nobody everybody thinks I'm crazy <laughs> to this mm. day. Well, before we get into your main story I was curious. I saw on your Instagram that you're also a fan of Harry Potter. So, you know, uh, yes, I am. <laughs> we can't help but ask nice. what house you would be sorted in uh, at, at uh, Hogwarts. I am a huge Gryffindor house fan. For okay. sure. Wow. You're, you're there with Kat. Y'all, I've been, I've been like perusing TikTok a little bit lately, and there's a bunch of like Hogwarts. It's amazing. You know, stuff yeah. coming out, and everyone in the comments hates Gryffindor. Like, <laughs> Everyone's exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's invited to the party except Gryffindor. And I'm as, like, uh, fine, as a Slytherin, I finally feel seen because of yeah. what's happening on TikTok. But it's all because of that game came out, and like it's it's true yeah. to be like one of the biggest game releases. Well, ever, but once yeah. it comes to the Switch, I am on it, and I'm going to do nothing else. Can I, yeah. You may want to check. I think it is coming to the Switch. It is, but not yet, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be a, like, like July, I think, probably. Yeah, a little later. I am but it's, it's coming. Ready. Yeah. I've been playing my my little Slytherin heart out uh, as much as I, I can. It's Don't a lot tell of fun. me anything. No, yet. no spoilers, but it's, it's a blast. <laughs> I honestly don't know if we've had, other than Kat, I'm trying to think many people that identify as a Gryffindor. So it's good to have an, another noble person on the but podcast. We might have had a lot of closeted Gryffindors. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, um, like I said, all the tests tell me I'm Hufflepuff, but my heart, even right, exactly. even, right? And even if people hate Gryffindors, you know, we got to stay true to ourselves. At least we have each other. That's, and that sounds really lame. But we do. You know, actually, great. what's funny, I'm a teacher's assistant to kindergarten. Yeah. So they actually get to dress up as their favorite book character. And mm -hmm. I actually decided to go as a Harry Potter character. Nice. And my robe is Gryffindor. So oh, heck yeah. <laughs> you probably beat all the other kindergartners in that room. <laughs> Even though you're their assistant teacher, like you won because that well, that's true to who we are as Gryffindor. Right. We even beat the kids. So just well, saying. I thought I was done going to Dragon Con. Like I just, as I've gotten older and with a kid and everything, I just didn't really see myself going anytime soon. But from all this excitement on TikTok with uh, the Slytherin house, I think I may have to, because I know there's going to be like a rager Harry Potter party at oh my Dragon Con. Yeah, there is for sure. Yeah. So no, 
This episode of the Real Hauntings Real Ghost Stories podcast is brought to you by Wild Grain. Hey y'all, it's Noah Daniels and oh boy, I just got my box of Wild Grain bread and pasta. My whole family has been so excited to dive in. We started with a sourdough and it was amazing. If you're looking to make Mother's Day brunch planning easier or just looking for a great gift for your mom, you've got to check out Wild Grain. Order before May 6th to get your box in time for Mother's Day. Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads fresh pastas and artisanal pastries every item bakes frozen in 25 minutes or less no thawing required the next thing up for us to try is the biscuits with our breakfast and you can now fully customize your wild grain box so you can choose any combination of breads pastas and pastries You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com slash hauntings to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash hauntings. That's wildgrain.com slash hauntings, or you can use promo code hauntings at checkout. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Please, please go in your Slytherin costume and take your baby and just like draw a little lightning bolt on his head, make him be like but baby it, Harry Potter. But he goes as as Voldemort. I would have to have him. Is like that what I said? Me. Yeah, or you said Slytherin? Yeah. Oh wow, I'm a your Slytherin I'm a costume. Uh, the the what books? The Harry Wizard books? The, wow. I do have I do have multiple Slytherin costumes too. But look, this this episode is not about me. Let's let's continue. <laughs> Um, no, it's about Harry Potter. But, but we, we, actually, do not, we do not endorse J.K. Rowling's transphobia. But oh but we could do a whole episode on the ghosts in Harry Potter. So, uh, Jasmine, you had that experience, which obviously you know had an impact on you, as I think it would any of us, seeing things move, a violent action of something busting on the floor, and then being locked in a room, not just by yourself with a group of people. I mean, I think if that happened to Jat, Jat, JJ and Kat and I, we would be freaked out if the door just locked and we saw something, you know, fly off a table. So you kind of jumped forward to, I believe where you work now, right? And you had an experience. That was a little, now that experience is actually more freakier than anything else. Mm-hmm. A little background on the building. The building is nearly like a hundred years old. So in a way you Mm. would expect to see or notice like some unfamiliar activity after a while. And I'm so glad it's not just me that's seen things. 
it's been me and like two other people. So um, there's actually a teacher who teaches seventh grade math. And she actually gets there before anybody else. She gets there like around 6.30 in the morning. And that's when she, that's when she really sees like a lot of that action and stuff happen. She said that one time she's coming up the stairs and she sees a figure of a little girl. The little girl is like laughing, like, Mm -mm. like that playful laughter. Nope. And she's just standing there. She's just standing there staring and just laughing at her. Like I said, I got there like about like 7.15, like 7.20 in the morning. I'm setting up the classroom and I didn't necessarily, I didn't hear the voice at first, but I heard footsteps and I'm like, okay, I knew there was someone here before me, but it didn't, the footsteps didn't sound heavy. So I'm like, okay, Uh none of the kids should be coming up the stairs yet because not all the teachers are here yet. So then as I listen closely, I'm like, wait, those are the footsteps of a little kid. And then I peek out in the hall and I, again, I see the figure down by the bathroom. Now this time I see two, I see two figures. It's a figure of a little girl and a figure of a little boy. It looked like they were talking, having some kind of a conversation. Now I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And then I just see the figures just running up and down back and forth in the hallway. The entire time. It was for like a good almost half an hour to an hour. They're running up and down the hallway, running up and down the hallway. I hear the teacher down the hall and she goes, stop it. And they just stop. After a while, I didn't hear anything. And then I hear the playful laughter again. So now I peek out the room and it's like they're playing hide and seek in the empty classrooms on the floor. So now I'm like, who's there? I didn't hear anything. No, I'm trying to ask all the common questions and things like that. I'm like, what do you want? What's going on? I asked the teacher that I work with and I'm like, listen, do you think that this place is haunted? Because I'm seeing little kids and all this other stuff. And we're just trying to figure out what's going on. He was like, yeah, I believe that the school's haunted, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, same thing happens, but now it's strange because I just started working at the school and it sounded like I heard my name. Hmm. I'm like, okay, who's calling me? Right. Like who knows my name already? Yeah. Like, I know there's not supposed to be kids up here right now. I look out the hallway. I see actually now this time that little girl is standing in, we're face to face now. And it's like, she's just standing there and she's just staring at me. And then, like, 10 minutes later, the figure of the little boy is by the classroom, but he's standing by the door. He's just standing there, just smiling. At that point, I had nowhere to go because I'm on the second floor. Okay, people would think I'm crazy if I even decided to jump out the window. (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) I, I I didn't know what to do. I was just, like, paralyzed from, like, I couldn't even move. You could tell they were ghosts. How could you tell they were ghosts? It was a white, it was a white figure. Mm. It was like, looked like it was like floating kind of a thing. Earlier you said someone had told them to stop. Was that a teacher that was actually there? Yeah. Yeah. So did you ever ask her who these kids were? She, I had asked her, but she was like, they, she didn't know who the kids were. 
apparently, according to her, apparently they were students at the school and apparently it must have tragically like passed away or something somehow she thinks that the school may have been like their safe place mm-hmm. yeah. so she the person who told them to stop also is like oh yeah these are ghosts yeah wow what were they dressed like like the kids who attend the school were they dressed yeah. the same way yeah was that really affirming for you to have, you know, the, the teacher say that they had also seen the children and that it was ghost after having people in your family be so defiant that ghosts exist? Yeah. Yeah, that must have been. And were you able to find comfort or do you feel kind of uneasy being there? Oh, well, I'm still there. So <laughs> I'm still there. So, I mean, at this point, I'm. If I come face to face with it again, it wouldn't even be a problem. Well, that's really brave. I mean, I can see why you're a Gryffindor now, because I would have <laughs> probably jumped out of that window myself to try to slither <laughs> away from everything that was happening. That's just, man, those kids' stories, I, I don't know. It's like having a kid now, that's, that's, that's just tough for me to think that a child can be kind of stuck in that, that afterlife uh, mm-hmm. world. So you had this stuff happen and it it seems like you're pretty sensitive to supernatural uh, or or ghost. Do you like that that these things happen? Do you wish that they wouldn't happen? I mean, now I know if, uh, if I walk into a room and I sense a very bad vibe, I, I already, I instantly know, okay, I'm not supposed to be here. Let me stay yeah. away from this area or this house or whatever, because more than likely something is haunting that space or that area. It, yeah. Does your intuition kick in with people as well? Is there primarily just ghosts you feel like? It's just really primarily just like ghosts. Cause I'm like, it's like, I, I now that I'm thinking about it, I probably um, may have had more encounters with them. Just mm-hmm. not sure. Because I've had moments where I think I've like may have seen like a good spirit and then may, it turns bad kind of a thing. Hmm. I've had like these strange encounters to where I have not even found a conclusion to a lot of them, honestly. Yeah, I, I think it's hard to find conclusions with a lot of this stuff, unless you're one of these people that, you know, eat, sleep and breathe it as like a medium or something, you, you know, they kind of claim that they they can connect more to directly what's happening. But I think for the rest of us or people like you that are, you know, sensitive, it's hard to get a feel on what's going on because it is kind of sometimes chaotic. Well, well, thank you for sharing those stories. That was a scary one. That felt like kind of an old school, real hauntings, uh, ghost story for sure. (laughs) Well, if we have kids one day, JJ, we should train them to like pretend to be ghosts and hide in their teacher's closets. Yeah. That sounds cool. I would definitely do that for you sure you guys are the worst <laughs> that would not be cool so with that i'm noah daniel i'm jj i'm kat i'm jasmine Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that's a good one yeah. hey there this is justin bartha i made a funny new podcast king of the egg cream it has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like lewis black i'm by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I 
wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.